Welcome back to another minute of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller, North by Northwest. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm Chris Derkash from the Jane Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Michael Cotton from the Sun Ranto Show, the second longest running Cubs podcast on the internet. So hey, Mike, uh, what do you think about this minute? <laughs> What's your overall thing on this minute? Uh, what, I asked you to, uh, to uh, come on with me on this minute, and I watched the minute. Actually, I sent you the wrong minute first, which was way more interesting than this minute. And now we're we're here, and we're going to try to pull 20 minutes out of this one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it might be a little tough, because literally nothing happens. He moves from one point to another point, yeah. and it doesn't quite make sense. Like So right at the beginning of this, he's looking, he's basically a peeping Tom. Right. Now, you were on- I'm assuming that's a woman in there. <laughs> I, I can almost see a woman up there. You were on for yeah. one third, one fourteen. Were you on for? Yeah, he was in the hospital room and climbed out and went into another okay. into a woman's hospital room. And at the end of that her. minute, he got into a cab, right? Or they, they showed the road going up to oh yeah, Mount Rushmore. fake road up to Mount Rushmore. Well, where we're at now is the end of that road. He gets out of the cab last minute and he's coming up to the house. This is the back of Mount Rushmore. This is what the back of the president's heads look like uh, I, i'm guessing they go up that road that road does look like it runs behind the back of the president's head you're right so it's a giant it's a giant house behind the president's there this is a giant house and i mean honestly from the side when he when he first walks up to it at the last minute it doesn't look this big it, but he's going up a road now that he's here when they when they cut the camera so you could see the view of the house where the what we think is a woman is playing with the curtain there um it looks really far away. Yeah. In order to get the whole house in, because later we're going to see how big these, uh, these eye beams, I guess the, the a, metal joists are holding it up. How big a, those are. There's a bit of a perspective difference. Cause they're not even exactly shaped the same when we get closer to them. <laughs> right. No. So this, uh, this house kind of looks like maybe like a Frank Lloyd Wright sort of style house, which is cool. I think it, I think it's really cool, but uh, I do like the balcony, the the over overhang balcony. It's kind of nice, and that the room on the balcony with all the windows is cool too. Yeah, this is an amazing house. I mean, yeah. I would live here in a heartbeat. I think it would be wonderful. It also but, does kind of look like a bad guy's house, you know. Yes, as we move forward in this minute too, it just becomes once we see that there's like a, a landing strip. It's like a Bond villain place. Yeah, yeah. Now, when he walks up to this house last minute, we probably mentioned it last minute today, but the, you can't really see these rocks. I'm not really positive where these rocks are in conjunction with the house. Like where he's hiding behind? Yes, where he's hiding behind. And then he steps up on the rocks and he starts going up, and all of a sudden he's on the house. So. <laughs> yeah, so the perspective shot, it looks like we're looking from his point of view at the house, which is quite a ways away maybe two or three football fields away yeah he steps over that rock and then not only is he right next to these big beams but he's also at a complete coming from a completely different angle the beams look like they've tripled in size by the way they yes it looks like he is below a uh, a car bridge yeah, like he's going under the Brooklyn Bridge or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the girders on these giant bricks, and even looks like maybe there's a tunnel in between the two joy the two girders. Yeah, it's 
this is holding up. If this is what they used for this house, this house must be made of like pure concrete. It seems way too big to be needed. Is that where they drive the Batmobile out of between those two girders? Oh, you're right. <laughs> it kind of looks like the Batmobile would come out of there. It really could. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, yeah, it's like a plane hanger under there for the airfield. Yeah. That we're about to see. And but yeah, so I'm looking at him right now. He is dwarfed. This yeah. is a big man. He's six foot two. And these, these steel beams are probably five feet wide. <laughs> They're enormous. They're cute. He uses both hands to hold on to it when he goes up to it. And there's four of these things. Like this thing is holding up a ton of weight if they needed to build it that big. Yeah. Now this airfield, is this where the airplane comes after him later? I believe it is. He spoiler alert, he gets chased by an airplane. I honestly believe it. <laughs> honestly, when I before I saw this movie, they said North by Northwest, and I said, um, I think I might have seen that. And I said, Nope, I didn't see it. You know what I remember that airplane from? The great movie ride in Disney World. Yes. Is where I remember that airplane chasing Cary Grant down the road. Or just the movie poster, right? Or, or the, poster. All the movie posters just like him in the car and the airplane right behind him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. uh the, the lights, the, the lights flash on and off when he looks at the airfield too, right? That doesn't yeah. look like a safe landing strip for an airplane either. Between those two sets of rocks, yeah, that's got to be a very small airplane. Yeah, so. and he's, I mean, he looks at the, and then he looks over at the house again. But now, when when he when he, he looks across, at these steel girders, just like we're talking about them, he <laughs> looks at those steel girders like I can't believe how big these things are. <laughs> what is this holding up? <laughs> <laughs> did they did they put the airplane in the house? Um, <laughs> yeah. When he cuts across between the steel girders, there's no stuntman, right? That's Cary Grant running across there, right? I assume so. It looks like like, like uh, now. Hey, hey, Rock, hey, Dwayne Johnson, run across this. He'd probably be like, nah, you better get some stuntman. <laughs> right, especially since he's doing it in a suit with yeah. like probably suits suit type shoes that have no traction on them whatsoever true and he's and he's got to step pretty gingerly it, it looks a little slippery rocks. like the rocks are like moving a little bit when he runs across them too yeah and he, yeah like it's i mean you assume that most of this stuff is done on a set right but they that it's really well done it looks like it's not on the set we talked about their sets before they they do a good job with camera angles i mean we know Alfred Hitchcock knows what he's doing anyway, but and and then he walks up this like I don't know pile of rocks next to the house that almost looks like yeah. a flight of steps when he starts to step up there, right? And that's the that's the thing that makes you really feel like maybe it's not like he's not outside because it yeah. does. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to get back to the beginning. It, of it's possible now. he they could have because they go to the. I mean, that's the easiest cut in the world, right? Right. He's under the house. Now we're going to show the airfield for a moment, and then we're going to cut back. So that might not be him. That could be B unit, like B roll movie. Where true, and it is a little dark too. He, I, I mean, I'm sure they look for somebody who looked a lot like Cary Grant when they did it too. Um, I went back to the beginning here where they show the house in the in the, um, you know, in the distance, and yeah. those girders are so much higher. There's no ground underneath where those girders are. He, like from looking at that perspective, it doesn't look like he could even reach those. Oh, from you're being right. under the house. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm sure this is a real house, and then that is a set somewhere where he's going under now, too. Yep. Yeah, you're right, because, yeah, that's a good... Okay, so knowing how big these girders are, the things underneath of it, putting that into perspective, that's a good, like, 15 feet. Yeah, right, exactly. There's no uh, there's no hill or tunnels under there, and he could have ran across where his head would have been that close to the actual girders. Yeah. Maybe he's on the other side of the house. Maybe he went around and hit the other balcony. Man, (laughs) you never know because he definitely comes from a completely, from where he's looking at the house and where he comes around the corner, that's a completely different angle. Now, I'm sure back in the years that this was made, they didn't think, oh, somebody's going to be watching this minute by minute and criticizing it either. So (laughs) (laughs) I honestly think he would have been better off climbing up this tree next to the house and right onto that balcony and and he could have easily. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That tree would hold him... Maybe not quite there, but I think he would have to leap from the tree, which oh, right. would have been a better scene because this is kind of a boring scene. It, yeah, it, we did get kind of an in-betweener minute here where there's really nothing going on. He walks through the dirt, almost bangs his head on the girder that before was 15 feet high. Right. Do you think they built this inside, like on a set somewhere? They had to have. I mean, if you if you think about it, like what it actually is is just, I mean, the Big fake beams, a fake brick wall. Because I th- I feel like it probably was a stuntman on maybe a location, and then they just had to recreate just the one edge of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but but no. Like you said, it's the beams would be way too high. Right. They must have rebuilt that whole thing I'll tell on you a what, set. If it is a stuntman, I just watched it again. They're good, man, because... His face is in the dark. His face is in the dark. He reaches up to touch the beam, and his arm covers his face. And when he brings his arm back down, the light's on his face, and it's Cary Grant. Watch how oh, good. Yeah, it's that could, really good. Oh, yeah. That could totally be a cut right there. Wow. If it is, I mean, how how good is, is, is Alfred Hitchcock there? Yeah. Oh, let me. I want to go slower here. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out now because I mean, in the, if it is a stuntman, he's 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 almost exactly the same size as Cary Grant too. So he almost okay. So if you back it up to where he's kind of in the Batcave, yeah, and you move it forward just a little bit, he gets bigger. I think he gets a little oh. bit bigger when that arm goes up over the face. He grows a little a, bit. He's a, he's a touch. I I feel like he's a touch thinner in the cave. Oh, I right? wonder if we just and a little it more out. filled out. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit more filled out once the hand comes off the face. I'm huh. Not positive about that. He just seems. It could just be the the shirt sort of billowing out. <laughs> if not, I'm sure we'll hear about it in the uh, the the Facebook group. The man on Washington's nose. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these two buffoons talking about it. it's Cary Grant. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then he finds his way up that little hill. Convenient little hill, too. If you're going to build a house where you don't want people to get into, you don't have a little convenient hill to walk up there. Right. If you're that big of a bad guy, you know? Yeah, all of these these rocks that make this house are, like, flat and placed on top of each other. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like a rough edge side of a wall. But, like... Yeah, if you're trying to keep people out, that's not the type because you could probably scale that straight up if you wanted. Yeah. You know, but of course he's taking the easier way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, under the house and around and I don't yeah, know. Like how did he know this was on the other side? I'm not even positive 
how he knew the house was there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This is not (laughs) that road that you take to get there is not the normal like way to a home. Unless he was here in a previous minute, and I don't recall because I've only really seen this movie all the way through one time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I can't imagine. And then he looks. He looks like he knows where he's going too. You know, he's like, "Oh, I'm, that's the window I was going for. Let me get up this." These. He even yeah. could have jumped back and maybe climbed up on that. That front deck would have been my goal. I don't know. When he does get to the spot, it looks like it is the easiest spot to get up, though. When right. his hands come up, except for that one brick, looks a little loose, and I'm not sure I would trust it to climb <laughs> up there. <laughs> well, and right at the end, he sort of looks behind him. Oh, but I guess maybe he's looking at the windows because somebody in those windows, if they looked out, they'd be able to see him. Because I was so, kind of like, at first, I was like, why is he looking behind him? Like, nobody is following him up where he's going. He's looking, where did I leave that stunt guy? <laughs> right. <laughs> we changed stunt places. guy, I'm about to climb this thing. <laughs> I got to here. Now you got to come up and climb up this uh, this ledge here. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, they babied their actors. do that in those pants. <laughs> I don't know if they babied their actors as much back then as they do now, though. I mean, it is Cary Grant, though, too. He's he's the bread and butter. You're right. It probably is a stunt guy. Yeah. But this is another one of those, like, it's movie magic. He's wearing a, a stark white dress shirt. It is not going to get dirty. No, no. He doesn't, get a, thing. he doesn't get a, a speck on it. Yeah. You know, so imagine, yeah. Imagine just wearing a suit. He did take the coat off. Yeah. <laughs> but that's only going to make his shirt even dirtier i'm not positive they gave him a coat at the uh the hospital where he left remember they they actually had to give him clothes they oh that's right he got punched out they took him into the room for some reason they took his clothes away and then they gave him different clothes <laughs> yeah so he's still so maybe that. he maybe when he fell and he got knocked out he got a speck of dirt on his shirt and that was unacceptable so they had to get him all new outfit right but yeah it is funny how these old movies like they are impeccably dressed. It's not, I mean, I'm trying to think when, I mean, obviously Die Hard comes to mind that like his clothes just get ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to think what is the first movie that maybe I ever saw their clothes continually getting dirtier throughout the movie. <laughs> because it doesn't happen in these. He's always, he always looks great. Well, it's. I'm sure it's hard to keep continuity if you're going to keep the shirt getting dirtier and dirtier as the minute goes as the movie goes by, and you shoot it in different se- sequence. You know. Oh, that's true. So it's probably easier just to either keep it dirty or keep it clean. Yep, and back and back then it's all on film too, so you've got to take it and get it processed and all that stuff. Right. Now I know a couple guys who do like concrete work and woodwork and things like like carpentry work and things like that. A lot of them wear white t-shirts to work just to make it look like they're working harder when the shirt gets all dirty and stuff if they're at like a person's house. Is that why they do it? And that, I mean, that's what the one guy told me. He's like, he's like, I'm like, why would you wear a white shirt? You know you're going to get dirty. He said, you know how much better it looks when I'm leaving here sweaty and I got dirt all over me? He said, I don't care if I got to throw the shirt away. I'm, I'm putting a show on here. I'm like, I can't believe this, you're saying this. Yeah. <laughs> I probably, I'm probably going to get in trouble for, for bringing this up. but <laughs> <laughs> the, the Carpenters Union yeah, is going to... We're going to get the kibosh here. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to delete this minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody's knocking on my door. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I always wondered why painters always wear a white overalls right white overalls that's I, i'm guessing it's the same thing they're leaving they got paint all over them but the white yeah. overalls do you i mean paint doesn't come out do you have to just rebuy white overalls <laughs> a lot no, well, or i you, think they just 
No, they, they show, just up, show up in their dirty white overalls with all this paint on them. You know what? And, and they probably have no problem showing up, and they know they're painters. Oh, you must be the painters. You showed up with. You could probably get into uh, buildings if you were like a terrorist with white painter overalls on, and just show up, and they're like, "Oh, come oh, on in. I'm, painters are here. Painters are here." Yeah, that's the new diehard. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the, the painters just walk in. <laughs> Paint, painters get let in everywhere. I mean, who doesn't want your, their house painted? You know. Yeah, yeah, that is that is weird, and and it is such a uniform. Like, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know a lot of painters, but they all wear it. I don't know why that's... Is there a special store that just has white overalls? Because have you ever seen a pair of white overalls anywhere? No, and those white overalls aren't made out of like a regular fabric. They're like swishy material. So it's definitely... <laughs> they have to they? be... Yeah, they're got a full zip up, and they're kind of like... I mean, they, they have cloth ones too, but they also have kind of like, uh, like a plastic type. Maybe so the paint doesn't stick to them as much? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Huh. Okay. Well, if you're a, if you're a painter, go to the man on Washington's nose and tell us what you're wearing, why you're wearing it, all that stuff. If not, we're just going to come on when we don't have when we have a minute that doesn't have a lot, lot of stuff in it. We're just going to talk about things we don't know and make our own stories up. So. Oh my God! You just described all of podcasting. <laughs> Summed it up in one sentence there. <laughs> I was told by a very smart man, if you don't know the story, you just make it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've actually heard uh, three white guys in a room is called a podcast now. <laughs> is that what it's called? It's yeah. called a podcast. <laughs> like, a herd of cattle, there's a podcast of men. <laughs> More than three white men in a room is a podcast. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. <laughs> so, uh, overall, this minute, not a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent minute. Uh, originally, you had you'd sent me one hundred and seven instead of one seventeen. I I, did, I don't and, believe uh, I, I did that. I was super excited about the awesome car. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to talk about the car anyway? <laughs> it wasn't yeah, our minute. It's a, it's a Chevrolet Handyman. Yeah, that's what it's called. Car, it's a two door station wagon. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to uh, the people who are, wagon. it's like. A two-door station wagon? What What would you do with that? <laughs> you got to climb in from the front to get into the back? Yeah. Well, I think that's why it's called a handyman. Yeah, it's like a it's called a handyman, you know, because, because it's, it's almost like a an ambulance. It, it was a park ranger car in the movie. It's almost like an ambulance or something or uh, like a panel van, but it, was, it looks like a station wagon. But a two-door station wagon, that's what caught my eye. And also that they slid a six-foot-two Cary Grant in there on a stretcher that actually stretches further than him, and they just slid him right in there with like Without no bending, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now I found it on a website called I. So there's IMDb, right? The yeah. Internet Movie Database. There's also an IMCDB, which is Internet Movie Cars Database. I believe there's you can one find from- any car from any movie. I believe there's one for animals too, honestly, <laughs> but I can't remember what it was. Oh, I, I might have to look that one up. <laughs> I am so, ADB, maybe. As I tried to say earlier, sorry to the people who did Minute 107. Uh, we didn't mean to step on your minute, but we didn't have much to talk about this minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just so excited about that minute. And then, and then Chris is like, nah, this guy's going to climb around a, the Batcave. <laughs> and uh, maybe they didn't discuss the car. So maybe we, uh, we helped them out. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think that's, uh, God, I don't know what else we could pull. 
I, yeah, I, I'm not positive what else there is to talk about this minute. We, we've made it 20 minutes, and I think that's all you're getting out of us this time. <laughs> I, I mean, Cary Grant would have been a great Batman. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. He would have almost been like uh, Adam West Batman, you know? Yeah. he would, <laughs> or, or better. Better, I think. Yeah. yeah, he wears the suit better, I think. Yeah, and he's cool, too. Cary Grant's got a real smooth demeanor. demeanor. Yeah. So, uh now that we got the Batman, I, I guess that's all we got for this, this minute. <laughs> um, you want to you want to do your plugs for your? Uh... Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how good did that make you feel? <laughs> Getting to say that to me because Jeff's always saying it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm Michael Cotton. I'm co-host of the Sunranto Show, uh, Cubs podcast and uh i'm also trying to get a website going up hopefully when you hear this it is up uh if not keep checking back it's the independent podcast report.com uh you can follow me at cub x3 or at indie pod report on twitter and we are from, well i am we i always say we because i'm always here with jeff yeah. <laughs> i am from the jay and silent bob minute we do the jay and silent bob movies one minute at a time we started with chasing amy i mean we started with we started with a clerk's minute <laughs> we moved on to mall you're, you're going backwards now <laughs> we're working on chasing amy right now that's about it you can find the hitchcock minute podcast on apple Podcasts or google 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 play google play <laughs> google play or at the main site hitchcockminute.com the social media is available we mentioned it already on the man on washington's nose on facebook and on twitter at hitchcock minute so in closing, ask the listeners. This, this is what it says. Uh oh, my my! I said Google, and uh, my <laughs> Hey Google popped up and gave me a search. <laughs> I'm trying to read the email here. I said in closing. So, in closing is what the email says. Ask the listeners to ju- what is going on here. <laughs> listeners can join us here next time on the Hitchcock Minute.